I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of uh, After School Talk, where I am your host, Melvin Dukes, or Mr. Dukes. Mr. Same difference. Yep. <laughs> and you are? The, uh, your other host, Dr. Duke, or my Duke, or Sharon, so or we, Mommy. So we just ran through all of our uh, aliases or what people call us? What's up? Never mind. Oh. No, I don't want to do that. Because you know, <laughs> I already know what alias I was about to go with you. Yep, never mind. I have all kinds. Hello, everybody. Um, So today, or this episode, we are continuing uh, our talk. Well, first of all, I uh, hope everybody's doing well during this COVID-19 uh, uh, quarantine this quarantine season time. Um, we're still trying to make it do to do, figure some things out. Please exercise your social distancing. Stay your um, behind at home. Really and truthfully, just stay home unless you <laughs> absolutely have to go somewhere. Um, we, we got some hard-headed people in the nation, man, and, and or in the world, period. Just, just It's funny, home. too, because people are referring to other people not staying out like you do in the classroom, where one person does something wrong, so the whole class gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. So people are like, listen, I have something to do in May. I need everybody to stay home. Right. <laughs> Please yeah. stay at home so that I can go celebrate my birthday or whatever it is. It's like, come on. Exactly. I got things to do, like my birthday, May 6th. And y'all know Cinco de Mayo is May 5th, and, and I've been bringing in my birthday, Cinco de Mayo night, for about the past mm. 10 years or so. <laughs> so Except I'm, for one time. I always remember maybe, one time. Maybe one time. Oh, you know what? I always remember one time because we was on that scene trip. Oh, yeah. We kids. was on the scene trip during, our, during my birthday. Yeah. And I, yeah, I couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah you were like, uh, we here to get out of here. I'm telling you. <laughs> Drop these kids off. But other than that, man, I'm trying to have, I hope this stuff be cleared up by May 5th now. I got to bring my birthday in But right. I think a part of it, too, is, yeah, people need to stay home. But you just, you now, it takes so long for, oh, Lord, y'all, he breaking the set. Yeah, <laughs> you heard a bunch of bumping around because I just tore up the microphone. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. What you saying? Um. For example, I had to go back to housing and help the students move, right? Right. Let's just say I did get something down there. Thankfully, I did not. So I come home, and it's not until seven days later that I find out. So then we quarantine, and then kind of find out. 14 days later, you realize it. It's just, I just think it's just a, it's a domino effect right. at this point. You, you don't know, and we saw with a cruise ship. It stayed on the cruise ship for 17 days, so... Even after it had been empty, like everybody right. was off, and they went back seventeen days later, and the virus right. was still on the boat. That's Corona crazy. is equivalent to that little green goblin-looking thing on the Mucinex commercial. Like, go away! Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Why won't you just die? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But um, if 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 any of your loved ones are or have been affected um by COVID nineteen, prayers to you. Please stay safe. Uh, stay prayed up. Um, do what you got to do. Take care of them from a distance. You take care of yourself. Um, and, and just, just look out for each other and yourself. And again, stay home, stay, stay home again, away from other people and all these little outings and kickbacks and, uh, cookouts at the house and all that kind of stuff. And going to church, it was an article about one of uh, one of the local churches around here. Um, either had service, was still having service or had a church thing at somebody's house and somebody there was 
had the virus and several people in the church got sick. So now all of them getting quarantined. And that was, like I said, that was a, a local church uh, here in, uh, close to us. But just take care of yourself, man. Watch I'm out like, for yourself. come on. I don't use the church as a weapon against health. <laughs> Bingo. Because God, um, he does protect fools and babies, but you going you at some point use your common sense. Right. Like we right, right. probably shouldn't all be here and he's given us time to use other avenues. Um I've heard several people say they appreciate the time that they now get to watch other sermons and other preachers they they traditionally wouldn't be able to watch. Yeah. So um I have a well I call him my uncle that's out in Kentucky who preaches and my mom got to watch him the other day. Well, when other time was she gonna be able to do that? But now that all the churches are trying to do these virtual right. um worship experiences, you you get the time to do that. So Mm-mm. I I I do miss tab, but hey, <laughs> not at the expense of my health. Not yes, right, right, right. So right. our pastor has been doing an excellent job. Oh yeah, excellent job. And the praise team and Absolutely. the other um, ministers have been doing an excellent job. I really feel like I'm at church. Like I I really appreciate the fact that we have a whole worship experience from opening to closing. Absolutely. Yes. All right, so let's get down to it. All right, what are we talking about today? Okay, so we are continuing our the conversation on self-made. Um, we want to make sure that we... It's interesting. Um, since list, since posting the last um, episode, I've had some people tag me to some new information about it. Um, shout out to my line sister, Felicia. She said we need to have a whole discussion. So whenever my line sister is ready to have a Zoom uh, happy hour <laughs> and talk about self-made, we can do that. And just to summarize what we covered the first time, because that's that's how it's many how how there are so many slots to this. And to be clear, let's let's say this and be clear: this is not the actual life experiences to the T of Madam C.J. Walker. Correct. Hence, why it says inspired by. Right. So we get that we know that. So when we're talking about it, we are talking about it in the context of the film. Right. The actual movie. The film sort of, and, yeah. and how pieces of it does play into our reality. Correct. Okay, so we talked about colorism. Um, that there we know in our and within our race, there is this idea of light is better. Um, uh, if you even go back to the film with Chris Rock with the good hair, yeah, you got silky hair. Your hair naturally has these soft curls versus these tightly coiled four C curls, as we know. Um, then that's then that's a problem. Matter of fact, if you look to the right of you, Melvin, in our home. Um, that book that says um, Our Kind of People mm-hmm. talks about that, of, um, you know, being in this debutante, rich, elite, upper crust, upper echelon world as a light-skinned person. Right. So you can see that is a heavy, heavy topic in this. Oh, yeah. Addie is light-skinned. Madam uh, CJ Walker slash Sarah is dark-skinned. So you not cute enough to, to be anybody's... Um, spokesperson in the beauty world right and you automatically assume like you just said that uh Addie is is going to have a better life uh has already had a better life um and i think we hinted on it uh in the last episode um where or maybe they talked about it in one of these other ones i don't know but uh sarah mentioned to her daughter mm-hmm. you know the only difference is hate to say it like this but uh, her mama got raped by a white man. Yeah, we said that. And yep. and, and it, it was, was like, like whoa, whoa, shoot, <laughs> boy, look at here. Um, and and that's what made her light skin. So you know, and and essentially, you know, that's that was the the thought at at one time. Light skin is better. Um, and that's how you became light skin because you. Now you know it's interesting. We talked about in our in our group chat. Um, from an education standpoint, 
um brian who i i got to get brian back on the podcast to have all these conversations we he gets into some deep uh parts of it but brian was saying how he recognized that in school that the lighter skinned students would get more leeway on things Mm -hmm. and so in talking about it he mentioned this and i thought to myself you're absolutely right we may not have noticed that because that may not have been Especially if you're light skinned, you may not even notice that it's happening. Cause what? Cause I can tell you, I never thought I was light skinned. People still tease me to this day, like you're light. I'm, yeah. No, I'm not. Mm. I'm brown. No, you're light. Okay, if you say so. Yeah. So for me, what I may notice that somebody else has an advantage of maybe that she was skinny. Because okay. I've always looked at myself as the big girl at school, right? right? Or I may realize her hair looks better. So not necessarily skin was something that I I paid attention to, but other people do. Right. Right. So we had the part of colorism. Now, one thing we did say, at the end of the day, they did a good job of portraying her as a hustler. Correct. Absolutely. Sarah did not take no for an answer, and she going to get everything she needs to get done with her business. Mm-hmm. So she was a good salesman from the jump. Even even when she stole um, Addie's uh, hair grower, she was a good saleswoman and showed her, like, I sold everything. Everything right. I, I got, I sell. <coughs> Then we get into the point where there's this um, patriarchal struggle where you are not successful unless you go to college or you get a husband. Mm-hmm. And she's basically pushing to her daughter, like, you need to get a husband. You need to get a husband in order to keep going in life. Right. Then the husband she get, Lord. Did a soul wrong. Oh, I don't but know. We'll talk about that uh, continuing in this, ep- this, in this episode. episode. Yes. And then we also talked about um, the struggle with marriage and the... Um, Marriage in the business. Mm-hmm. Like they are trying to maintain this as his name is on the business. He's having insight. He's giving um, knowledge. But she at the end of the day is the owner. She wants to be the lead and wants to set the standard on what her vision is for the business. Right. But it starts to pull them apart once we get to two and three and four. Right. And I think that's a, that's exactly where it picks up in the second episode um, titled Bootstraps. Um, where they really trying to get these investors and Sarah is really trying to be the main spokesperson talking about this product. And, and she she keeps saying her product, her product, her product. But uh, CJ, uh, the husband, he keeps looking at it well as if, you know, I, well, I thought this was our thing. I thought this was our business, our product. And every time she says something, it's like, wait a minute, a- am I really a part of this? Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it it takes him back to a conversation that he had with his dad, um, where he taught him about you like, no, she's looking at this as as if it's her her thing. This is her business. It may have your name on it or whatever, but, but you even, are an employee, right? You are an employee. You are not a partner in this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you know. What uh, what episode two is really really getting into how. You know, she felt about the business and and his perception of it, and and like I said, that's just where it, where it all came out in in episode two. This is what I found interesting, just like watching the discussions on social media of how many women neglected the fact that or did not want to discuss the fact that Sarah pushed him away from the business. It was immediate. He a dirty dog husband, like because eventually he cheats on her, right? And right. it was like they skipped right to that. And I was, I was like, okay, so nobody saw like when they went to go see Booker T. Washington, and he takes her arm to walk her in, and she just like, mm, I walk mm-hmm. by myself, boo, catwalk, right? Because she really looked at it like she was doing this on her own, on her own. Like he was really trying 
every The man was time. washing women's hat. Like we said before, I don't know necessarily say he was washing it, but he was doing, he was <laughs> participating he was in tr- in helping with the hair, uh, the hair products and stuff like that. Um, but again, like you said, even when they went to go see uh, Booker T. Washington, she tried, he tried to reach his arm out and and have her hold it as they walked in, but she went on her merry little way and was like, "Nope, I got this held, held, a uh, head held high, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do this whether you with me, she with me, he with me, whoever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this thing uh, right. do what it was do. like you are not a part of it. And I think the thing is this: I understand her being a strong woman pushing for her dream, absolutely. And that is has to be a narrative that we see is that women sometimes knock the door down. I'm not going to come quietly, passively. I'm not letting my husband come talk on my behalf. If it's my vision and this is what I see, I need to stand there. But that there has to be some type of communication to say, well, what is his role? Because at one point, the investors sit there and they they look, they say something and look at him, and she immediately rushes to the other side to say, and it was like he could like okay, let him he can say he can say something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They know it, you know it's you. He he can absolutely let them know like this is you, this is your business. But the no, I don't think you and I that that that's the part that I was like "Uh, for a marriage. We're not talking about for a bit. We're talking about a married couple where you didn't chose to be together. Mm -hmm. How do we make this work? And two things I want to say. Number one. Um, number one, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, <laughs> number one, I just want to add, you know, don't be blinded by where your help is coming from. Um, like we said before, he always tried to help her some kind of way, but she was always blowing him off, pushing him off to the side and stuff like that. When really and truthfully, I think he was trying to be an honest help to the business, put his two cent in, you know, uh, help her out where she needed it, you know, whatever it could be. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I want to say is. It's funny how anytime he tried to put his two cents in, she pushed him away. Things didn't necessarily go the way she wanted, and now she's looking for help from him. Mm-hmm. Prime example was when they met with the investors, um, and she said what she needed to say, cut uh, CJ off, all this kind of stuff, then the investors started leaving, and now it's like, well, CJ say something. Like, no, no, girl, when I try to say something, you want to shut me up, jump all in front of me, uh, keep my mouth closed, and all that kind of stuff. But now the investor's leaving. Now you want my help. Uh-huh. So it's like, don't be blind uh-huh. to where your help is coming from and how somebody can help, which goes right. back to what you said about just having a conversation mm-hmm. about what one person can do. Mm-hmm. Be open to the help, but then, like I said, have a conversation and be clear on, on what mm-hmm. you want people to do. That's just like, uh, uh, oh, goodness, what was the part? Come on, Jesus. Um, there's a part where, oh, she wants CJ to get the tickets to go to the Booker T. Washington thing. Yeah. And I was thinking in my head, now here's a moment where he's about to show up for you and he gets the tickets and da 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 And still it was like people out there were, still wanted to talk about him. He just helped to get this. <laughs> and, and even if you say, well, that's because he wanted money. Well, that's what she wanted money too. Right. Isn't this the same household? Mm-hmm. I mean. We got to work together in this. this is a, it's a grand scheme. And I think that she, if she had been honest with him, CJ, I know that people are going to look at you because you're the male and think that this is, I can't do it without you. And that's a part of my insecurity. Um, that's the part that um, I will need you to kind of, yes, speak up, but uh, make sure they know that it's us, that I am a part of this. And right. I think that would have made a bigger difference. Absolutely. Because even when he went to go get the ticket, it was assumed on his part this is a men's convention. Mm-hmm. The men will go. 
if you go, you'll be in the back with the women in the kitchen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But her thing, her assumption was, no, I'm going to get one of these tickets and I'm going to be in the mix with the men. So, again, mm-hmm. going back to having a conversation, talking about what's expected, what you think, how you think everything is supposed to go. But you got to have that conversation. And let's be honest, what ended up happening? You ended up in the back with the women and that's how you end up getting the plug to come up in the first place. Right. Sometimes you just got to play the role right. and, and, and be strategic in yes, that thing. play the role. Play the Sometimes role. Sometimes you okay. got to play the role. You think I'm supposed to be in the kitchen with the women? All right, well, let me Sometimes go ahead and play the role. whisper in that ear, say a little couple things, mm-hmm. get them on my side. Now, I'm going to bust up in this meeting on the next, like, whatever it is, like, just play. But she, it was just moments where I felt like it was, they, they definitely played, they definitely played it up heavy for you to see that she was pushing him out. But then again, coming back to the whole, well, now I need your help, CJ, when Booker T. Washington went into the bathroom, oh, yeah. and now she done sent the husband in there, now yeah. you want my help, but now he messed up. Yes. So so and on one hand, he really, right. you, well, you really didn't get his answer. Oh, Lord. Right. So <laughs> now, like I say, now you got on one hand, she once again reaching out for the help uh, that he was already trying to give in the first place, but then the other side is, man, you had your opportunity, now you done messed the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Messed the whole thing up. And as we talk about colorism, now, like we said, CJ ended up cheating on her with one of the employees at the Yep, and this is getting to the third episode, the Walker Girl. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, and I'm going to go back to something in the second episode in just a second, but I just want to bring this up with, it it ties right back into the colorism. They made sure that the girl he cheated with was light-skinned. Oh, absolutely. Because that added another fuel, like, add one more drop of gasoline. Not only did you (laughs) cheat on me, but you cheated on me with the Mm -hmm. kind of woman that I'm not necessarily going against, but... That I'm in competition with. Yeah, I know I'm in competition with this kind Mm -hmm. of woman. Then we pay, that's the thing. We are are pitted against each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that, I was like, oh, that's another... And, well, no, okay, we'll say that for later. But, okay, so here's the other thing, too, that was very interesting between parts um, uh, two and three. You have what we <laughs> um, have learned about in our African-American studies class, especially if you've seen an HBCU, that should have been the first drop of knowledge. Uh, not the first drop. You should have gotten in high school, but sometimes. Um, but that was a major drop of knowledge on our campuses was the uh, philosophies of Booker T. Washington mm-hmm. and W.E.B. Du Bois. Okay. And they, to me, played it to the T. Now, I'm not sure if Booker was as, what's the word, um, chauvinistic? Um, in real life. In real life. But again, we're talking about. But yeah, we're talking about the fiction. We, yeah, okay, we're yeah. talking about that. But, but uh, what, uh, I, what I'll say is bringing to our realities those two different philosophies and the dynamics of them. Right. Yes, because in that scene, when Booker T. Washington is up there speaking and he's like, and we will be successful black men and we will do this. And then he said, and we can do all of this being separate and equal. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, wait, <laughs> why we got to. So why are we going to be separate? What does right. that mean? And so knowing about the philosophy of Booker T. Washington, um, it was interesting how that character did have a villainous feel. Mm-hmm. Then we got to Du Bois and he was just pleasant. Right. He, right, right. he was he was a part of the <laughs> he was a part of that uh, liberal movement that was going on up north that had Sarah and uh, her daughter just in shock of like, what in the world? They dress different up here. They act different up here. It seemed to be that they were more in tune with their culture 
culture up there, whereas we still trying to assimilate and be yes Trying up. to figure some things out down here. Right, in the right. So I, I appreciated them two dynamics because um, with my high school students, we had uh, our summer session. We did those two for uh, two philosophies, and I was having students come up with research topics based on that. So that could have been a piece of the film that I could have used in that in that segment of the of the class in that curriculum. But we on our quarantine time, so you weren't able to use that. But it would have been great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you're absolutely right. Um the, the the character or the way they uh depicted Booker T. Washington and W T W E B Du Bois was, I think, spot on. Um, even if they exaggerated a little bit or really went hard in them few minutes that these mm-hmm. these characters on the screen, um, I think we really got the 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 feel for how they felt in real life, mm-hmm. like how how Booker T thought, um, this you was know, the first based off his Malcolm. right, 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 two absolutely. different philosophies, absolutely, absolutely. But I definitely think you got you got a a, a quick glimpse into how they mm-hmm. really really felt. And I think about from an education <clears throat> standpoint, if you showed this film and just showed parts two and three to your students and said, "I want us to talk about that," that'd be a good way to introduce those two philosophies. Mm-hmm. It can be very wordy and heavy when you're reading it in books, but when you when you are able to connect film with it, and then the students can go back and you can read. See it. Yeah, you can see like, right. oh, okay, so he pretty much wanted us to do the technical side of things and be laborers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the boys was like, uh-uh, <laughs> we got to get over here and be critical thinkers and really own our own and not have somebody else uh, support us. And, and Booker T was mostly about, the, like you said, the, the, the black man doing stuff. Um, even when uh, Addie was on stage and, and he had her prancing around or whatever, it was like, ain't she pretty and ain't she this, that, and the third? Mm-hmm. Well, she going to be outside picking selling up, tickets. selling tickets, <laughs> and all the money going to go to uh, Morehouse or whatever. But then when WB Du Bois met uh, Sarah. Sarah, it was a totally different vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't mind working with you. I've heard, you know, everything about you. I mm-hmm. heard how you talk to Booker T. Washington. I'm, I'm with you. Ride or die. Let's, let's roll yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Let's roll with it. So even on, on the aspect of how they treated women or how they viewed women um, was r- real clear mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the, in the film as well. It was a great level of respect. Absolutely. When he talked to her. I agree to that. Um, now, the... Funny part was today I got tagged in a post about the daughter. In the film, we see that the daughter is really, she, okay, she originally was married to John, who ended up being, uh, in the words of TLC, a scrub. Mm. <laughs> um, he just, Lord, he couldn't get it together. Poor John. But then um, we get to where she seems to have some type of interaction with one of the female um, employees. Right. So now we're starting to explore um, the daughter um, possibly being a lesbian, mm-hmm. right? Well, of course, in real life, they let you know, like, she wasn't. She was married three times. <laughs> like, that's they, they're saying that's not true. But what was interesting about that, number one, it gave me color purple vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's very interesting how that, that those scenes felt where you could tell, like, there was an interest but am I supposed to be interested in her? I don't really know how I feel. Am I, I looking for love? Can't put it on blast. I can't right. show it like that. We gotta hide it to the nth degree. Yes, yes. But that there were talks. Well, she run around there with that Esther girl. Mm-hmm. She always over there with that Esther girl. And they would challenge John to be more aggressive in Trying putting to her in her place. Yeah, yeah, like why are you letting her run around with Esther? But it was never a full like she is seeing Esther sexually or right. in a romantic way or whatever. It was just hinted like everybody knew but didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. So typical of the black community. Mm, right. 
Right, now right. we may know, and but we're not gonna speak on. We not. We, we just not until they come out with it. We ain't saying a thing. <laughs> we're just. I'm gonna not make gonna every know. assumption I want. I'm gonna talk about it to whoever <laughs> I want to talk about it with. But as far as confronting them or having a conversation with the individual, we ain't saying nothing. Mm, right. Go do your thing all day, and I can witness it all day. But we ain't talking about it. We're not it. talking about it. We're now, as soon as they come out with it, girl, I told you, man, I told you, boy, <laughs> I, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, man. What? Why you ain't had a conversation early anyway? <laughs> no, not gonna do that. Um, I think that goes along too with the idea. Uh, we were talking about this when at the conference that in our high schools we don't really have a safe zone for LGBTQ plus. I hope I got all the letters. Um students mm-hmm. to to be able to articulate themselves or talk about how they're feeling when they are not ready to have those conversations with their parents or friends mm-hmm. so it was interesting she it was the same thing i'm not finna tell my mama or we not we not finna disclose what's going on mm-hmm. we're just friends and that's it nobody needs to know otherwise hence why i think the directors really the writers or whoever really want to push her going up north mm-hmm. to open that salon because that was more a um like I said, that was just a more a place where she could be more open and honest about her lifestyle. Absolutely. Um, in this in this third episode too, we 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 really see um CJ cheat on Sarah with, like you said, one of the employees of the shop. Um, and at this time, uh, uh several employees left Sarah's company and went and worked for. What's the lady's name? Abby? Addie? Addie. 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 <laughs> I was about to say Maddie, but because somebody actually said that in it. Uh, anyway. Um, so this, <laughs> this particular woman. all kind of names going so, on so over here. That's another thing that made this uh, hurt so much. Not only did he cheat, but she cheated with a light-skinned woman, and he cheated with the, uh, the woman. That, uh, yeah, a traitor. One that mm-hmm. left her company and went and worked for the enemy's company. Mm-hmm. Um, So that all that happened in this third episode, and that's, so that's when... that's a part of the power struggle we see between Abby absolutely. and Sarah. Absolutely. So now it's like you, you, you're turning more people against me. Like, I, mm-hmm. I already figured that that struggle was was happening amongst me and this other girl, but now it's really on and popping now on, yeah. on several different levels. I wonder if, you know, back then, I think um, Madam C.J. Walker would have good credit score, which is a powerful thing because cash is king, but credit is power. It's 2020, and you still haven't started the process of restoring your credit. Coach Cope is helping so many people around the country restore their credit, get into homes and cars, and protect the future of their families. Having poor credit will cost you a fortune. Stop paying unnecessary interest rates. Contact Darius Copeland now by texting Credit Repair to number 951-307-3635 to restore your credit today and work on living your best life. Again, contact Darius Copeland at 951-307-3635. Amen. Nice little slide right on into that. I like your face when I slide in. So you look like... Thought we about to keep talking about right stuff. exactly. <laughs> I was like credits go. I ain't remember no credits go back then. Right, but yeah, anyway, but if they did. She, she <clears throat> oh yeah, she would have been legit now. That's yeah, for but sure. it was it was definitely where it was a the 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 idea that there was a competition between them two women. Oh, they played that up. They played that up, and you could tell now some people were like, "This is ridiculous." It was they felt it was just too, um, overt, I guess, mm. or inaccurate we know it's inaccurate with a with the real life story but just in everyday life but you can have some people that say yes this is exactly how i feel as a darker skinned woman or man yeah um uh cj also brought up the whole thought of the walker girl and with his walker girl, and that's another thing 
um, that made it uh, so messed up. Like, he, he did his campaign for what the Walker girl should look like. And, of course, she looked, even though it was in black and white, you could tell it was the image of a lighter-skinned black woman. Um, and Sarah was not going for it, no kind of way, because she thought the Walker girl was somebody looked closer to what she looked like. But, you know, initially she was like, okay, CJ, I'll take it up there with me, because she took that, that ad with her to New York because he wanted him her to show it to whoever. Right. And she waited until she got up there to be like, eh, nah, I, I ain't, ain't doing, doing that. that. I ain't doing that. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't going what I'm, I'm thinking about anyway. Um, And, and that's, that's just how she was. Like, I, I'm... I, the whole way through this 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 uh this film, it was my way or no way at all, or my way or the highway. Um, either get on board or you can get lost, get going, whatever. But we're gonna do it the way I want to do it, and that's that. That's how Sarah mm-hmm. was, and even in later on, she ended up saying, um, you know, I, I was gonna do this, and when nobody gonna stop me, and all this kind of stuff, because she she had her vision, her dream, whatever you want to call it, Definitely and drive. it it was what it was. Mm-hmm. She was gonna make it do what it do. She, yeah, she was on go. She was on go, and I think that's the part that you definitely want. You you have to applaud the writers for showing that she had a vision and she was gonna stick to it. Yeah, because that's that's what you want black women to take from it, especially in a time where we just had that whole honeypot issue, mm-hmm. where the owner of Honeypot, which makes natural um, feminine care products, who is a black woman, had a commercial on Target. Um, for Target, the um store, and at the end of it, she said you, she wanted to inspire other black girls to be entrepreneurs. Well, some white women wasn't having that. That was just not what they signed up for. Target to say, and they immediately tried to trash her online, give her bad reviews on her website, all these kind of things. But she had to be persistent. And and mm, okay, that's fine. You want to be like she never said nothing ugly back. She even did an interview in the Breakfast Club and said everything happens for a reason. Because what ended up happening? She completely sold out of everything. Like people came who never heard of Honey Pot to support her because she was determined to create a product that she knew was for the everyday woman. Mm-hmm. And that's what the same thing Madam C J Walker was trying to do. She I'm trying modern to day some... Madam C J Walker. <laughs> modern day Madam C J. Mm-hmm. Call me Madam. That's what she was. That's exactly what she was. But all right, you guys, that is like the logistics of um what episodes we just did two and two three because it was a. Bootstraps. Bootstraps and, and the, the Walker, Walker girl. girl. By the way, I love this concept one of my um, peers had in class about the bootstraps. Because, you know, the idea is that you pull yourself up from the bootstraps. Mm-hmm. Right? And it goes along with sometimes when you hear like rappers like Big Crit or, um, oh, can't think of the other one I was just thinking. But, you know, I got it out of the mud. Like, Toby. Toby, there you go. Got it out of the mud. I don't know somebody. But, it's, um, but at the same time, she used to always talk about what if there is no bootstraps? If I ain't got no bootstraps. I gotta make it. Yeah, I, I gotta I, make. I gotta make it out of Yeah, like it, I just that's just off my bare feet is right. what has to happen, yeah. and that's what we saw with this. Because too many times people just assume, well, if you just had the same hustle <clears throat> that she does, okay, you can have that same that same hustle, but it it don't make it seem so easy. And I think they did. I think they did a good job of making showing like there were different problems that came. I just wish they would have shown when they could extend it a little. Yeah, bit Yeah, make it went a little bit deeper in some deeper. of the struggles that she had because they did make it seem like. Oh, I did this. I got no mm-hmm. one time. Then the very next step, I got a yes. And I was good to go for a long time. Then I hit this roadblock, but it was actually one small note. And the very next one, I got a big yes. And we was good to go again. Yeah, and it was like, what? Like, God, dog, and, this and is no, super easy. <laughs> when did you ever see any racism happen to her? Happen to her to her, her business. Yeah, to her, her, her during business. her time. Absolutely not. You mean to tell me a black woman is able to get to be a millionaire and the clan ain't burn a cross or... Right. 
or somebody say no we ain't having even, no even though products this, or even something. though even though this happened up north i'm pretty sure uh you know there were you know definitely some some racist uh situations going on um uh, maybe not as 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 heavy and and uh prevalent as it was uh going on down south but i'm, I'm definitely sure, sure it, was, yeah, it was going on up north that's for right. sure well okay so this is what we want you guys to do you've gotten through one two and three we are going to hit you up in the next episode with four and we're going to give you a little sneak peek taste uh <laughs> some uh conversation about another show that we've been watching so make sure that you subscribe so you can get the notification for when that next episode pops up. Follow us on Instagram at After School Talk. Also follow us on Twitter at Two Dukes Up or Dr. Sharon Dukes. And stay inside and wash your hands. And if you haven't caught up on all the rest of these podcast episodes, catch up on the rest of them. Get on over there and start clicking and listening. Clicking and listening. Peace.